Hi, I'm Toby. And I'm Nick. And we're here bringing you the Pure Property Podcast with Track Capital, where we talk about everything property and property investment. So today being our first episode, I thought it might be best to introduce ourselves and Track Capital so you can get to know a little bit about us and the company. So Nick, I mean, we'll start with you. Uh, Why don't you let us know why you started and founded the company? Yeah, sure. So back in January 2019, I'd been working for a few years with a couple of different investment firms. And at that stage, I just thought it was the right um, sort of moment, the right timing just for me to go to market and really bring out my own brand and, and my own company. As I say, by that point, I'd worked for, you know, multiple different um, property management companies, different developers, different investment firms. I always wanted to start my own business. And um, just given my knowledge at that time, I thought it was the the sort of right moment for me to bring out a brand which was more, um, you know, you know, these companies a bit more sales focused and a bit more aggressive. I wanted to take the opposite approach, you know, still be commercially viable, but ultimately still, you know, being a bit more consultative and, you know, giving value, sharing knowledge and sharing insights and just being being a bit better than everyone else, really. Yeah, I mean, and for myself, I mean, the, the main reason I came on board um, with my property background I really saw uh, sort of track capital and the core values you had and what you wanted to do in the industry um, was very much aligned with what I I believe and what I want to do. And that's sort of giving good, honest, transparent advice and just helping people really, like you said, not being too hard sales and and focus on just literally just pushing out numbers. It's more Mm. consultative, um, helping people, talking to them um, because there's not one size fits all approach with property investing. Uh, people have different goals, different aims. Um, so they need different strategies and, and different properties. So for me, like I said, I just really, really liked the fact um, for the direction and the core values that, that you had and the company had. And yeah, that's why I, I came on board. Yeah, no, that definitely, definitely makes sense. I think it's so important whatever stage you're at in your in your career and business journey to to work with people you get along with so maybe what would be useful for the guys to know as well is just a bit about um where exactly we've come from so what was your your background what were you doing before you joined track capital yeah so so yeah good point it'd be good for them to know so i've had um a property related background now for just over seven years and it started in a state agency so i started off as an estate agent um really enjoyed it f- fell in love with with property it became a passion straight away uh, and i really enjoyed helping people uh, helping people sell their property moving up the ladder down the ladder helping landlords uh, and investors buy property for good returns and i really did enjoy it but then i started to really start focusing and and finding an enjoyment out of the investment and buy to let side because I, I started to deal with quite a few sort of landlords and investors that were selling and buying properties and it really interested me. I love running the numbers, uh, looking at the areas, looking at returns and looking at, at making money for other mm. people to be fair. That's mm. um, something I, I enjoy doing and get enjoying out of. So like they say, um, yeah, if you enjoy it, it's not really work at the end of the day, is it? Yeah, exactly. I think also I think that's like half the battle. You've you got to make these things win-win. So we're lucky enough to be in an industry where our sole purpose is making sure, well, for once, track, sorry, for one, track capital makes money, but also for our investors to make money. Yeah. If they're building up a portfolio, they're doing well, they're doing it safely and securely. Um, ultimately, in the long term, it means they're going to come back to us. They're going to refer their friends, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it just makes for a more uh, profitable journey. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. You touched on it at the beginning. I mean, your, your background—you've had a—you've had quite a more focused on sort of maybe sort of the investment side of things, haven't you? If, if I'm correct. Yeah. So I'm um, obviously I know in your your previous position you're a bit more um you know people focused. Mine has been more so. Um, most recently in the past few years, uh, very investment orientated on the, on the sales side. So working for two dedicated investment firms and prior to that, it was more the, um, property management side. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit more, bit more people focused. So that was on the student purpose built student accommodation schemes, working for developers and management companies, did a bit of block management as well. So by the time it actually came to starting track capital, not only had I been sort of heavily on the uh, investor side, but also on the management side. So basically I had an understanding of the, the full 360 degree process that our potential investors would, would go through. So yeah, I'm really, um, really glad I got, I got the company started and uh, having that experience to go on is really helpful as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's quite good. I mean, I suppose, like you mentioned, very well-rounded. And I suppose that helps when you're talking to investors as well because you, you've kind of seen it from both sides and most sides, if that makes sense. You've seen it on the, the, the obviously, selling to investors. You've also had to deal with developers. You've dealt with developments, actually working in them and helping them manage them. So you've, you've got quite a good uh, broad understanding and knowledge there, which I think is obviously very valuable when, when you're talking to investors. I think that's that's another thing with, with myself. Uh, I, I, I personally invest in property myself, so I've got a couple of properties. So again, I think that helps when I'm talking with investors because I, I can share my honest experience. I, I, I know I've been there, I, I've, I've done it. So when advising clients, I'm sort of advising on how I'd advise myself, if, if that makes sense, which I think luckily uh, a lot of investors do appreciate um, because they know I'm sort of being honest and, and giving the advice that I would give to myself. To be yeah, fair. I think once once we get over the first hurdle of people actually having a proper in-depth conversation with us, we can really, really add value. Obviously, you can tell them about, you know, your property portfolio, your previous experience, and I can be a bit more sort of analytical and look at the, the sort of due diligence side. So, yeah, I know there's a lot we can bring to the table. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, also uh, mention uh, sort of going back a little bit when you when we talk about why you, why you founded founded the company um obviously you mentioned you saw a gap in the market i think something i definitely realized is obviously being an investor i would register with these investment companies selling um properties like we do yeah and <laughs> some of the phone calls i had get were, hounded literally it was just sell 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 and it was quite harsh it was very in your face and me personally i i didn't take to that i didn't like it and that's that's when I started to think, well, hang on a second, that there must be a gap in the market for an investment firm, which is not doing this, doing the opposite, like you mentioned, and just sort of softly just giving the advice, really, because that's what a lot of investors just want, to be fair. Is it's the, the advice, the data, the knowledge that you can give them to, to help them make a calculated decision. Yeah, and I think it um, like a lot of it relates to company culture as well. Like you can't blame these these salespeople. They're they're told by the sales managers, they're told by developers to to focus on specific developments. So, in, in essence, it's uh, it can be biased in some cases. That they may not always be giving the correct um, or the most suitable suggestions to investors. So 
not saying that's always the case, but it but it can happen. I mean, our fundamentally what we do in our in our company is work with different developers in different cities in different asset classes, and we try to get a good. It doesn't mean we take on lots and lots of properties. We do have an in depth understanding of obviously the schemes we work on, but they are quite diverse and they are in different sort of locations and asset classes, as I say. So, yeah, hopefully we're in a position to give you know real unbiased advice. Uh, fundamentally, we don't we don't charge any fees. We help investors invest intelligently from start to finish at, uh, as I say, at no extra cost. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much sums it up. Good. No, no, I think that that is good. And it gives sort of an understanding of, of what we're about and, and what we're trying to do. And I suppose, I mean, the one question I'll always get asked when I have a, we have a call with an investor, the initial call is, well, what is it you actually do? Mm. And I think you're, prob- <laughs> you're, you're probably better at explaining that um, sort of more concisely and briefly um, rather than me w- waffling on, to be fair. So, I mean, so Nick, if how would, you ex- how would you describe what we do to an investor in short? Yeah, I mean, the most simple way to say it would be that we are a property investment firm or a property investment agency. So we effectively market and sell developments for developers so from an investor that looks or the way that would look for an investor is that we speak to them we understand their needs their criteria their long-term objectives how risk averse they are what funds they're working with and plenty of other questions as well and we basically suggest developments to them we guide them through that process of the purchase and the legal side of things we introduce the necessary sort of contacts and the, the people that they need to speak to, whether that's lettings, management, currency exchange, company formation. So in short, we help investors get from start to finish, i.e. getting income into their bank account, yeah. and we help them do it safely and, and free of charge. Is that is that concise enough for you? Uh, yeah, to be fair, I think it is. I think, I, again, what I always say to, to investors is there's not one size fits all it, it does yeah. depend on the investor themselves so literally like you said we we can do it from start to finish however that said uh, it, it's investor dependent we can do as much or as little as an investor needs so some yeah. investors to be fair they might be very switched on they might have a portfolio and they don't want to speak to you yeah they don't, they don't want to speak <laughs> to the you. information yeah. but they know the process uh, and they know ha- how to get from a to b so maybe they mm. just need the initial introduction to certain off-plan off-market properties which we can help with then you've got the other investor they might just be starting out it might be their first investment so again it's um to use the term a lot more hand-holding is needed. Yeah, babysitting. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say babysitting. Maybe a bit bit stretched too far, but no, you're correct. Yeah, it's it's sort of overseeing the whole process for them because it is quite new to them. It is quite daunting. Um, and if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know the process, it, it, it can actually jeopardize a purchase. So it can cost you money in the, in the long run, um, but it, it can delay the process as well. So we can help, like you said, with as much or as little as needed. Yeah, and it is a fair point because if you look at sort of our website and even other um, investment agencies' websites as well, you can go on those websites and you can get overwhelmed with the amount of opportunities there are out there, what developers to work with, what location to go for, how much to spend, etc. So as long as you're asking the right questions, uh, I mean, we do get people sometimes that, uh, you know, they say, Oh, I'm only an amateur investor. Or I'm only starting out. It's I'd probably say fit maybe forty to fifty percent of our inquiries are from people starting their journey, and and the remainder from maybe more sophisticated or experienced investors, right up to um to funds from the the likes of the Middle East and Far East, etc. That are looking to 
to enter the UK market. So it is a large sort of range of investors. So my advice or my suggestion to anyone would be if you're dealing with us or dealing with other companies, just always make sure you ask the questions, you get the full information. There should be no reason why another sort of consultant shouldn't be able to provide that for you. Yeah, no, you're right there. And I think what I'd also advise I'd give uh, if talking to ourselves or other investment companies is always try and be as transparent and honest with them as possible because the more information you give them as well, uh, the better suited they are to, to offer you correct investments and correct developments. Um, so just giving as much information about your criteria, your budget, all this stuff at the beginning will, again, it will sort of help cut down the time of them sending you good properties and good investments. Um, I definitely find that myself if I just, obviously you asked the, the, the questions, but if some people could be cagey, which some people are because they don't want to give too much away. I, I get that, but it can sometimes lead to frustration in both parties and both sides because we can end up sending stuff that isn't really relevant or isn't going to be good for them. So I think on that point of view, the more information that you, you give us, the, the better advice we can give you in, in all honesty. Yeah, and I think that's um, what we try to do um, as a company in terms of the providing that advice. We try to go a bit further than other companies may do. So, for example, as you know, Toby, every new development that we put out, I do a full video explanation, yeah. you know, a screen record, screen record speak through of, um, you know, the, the costs, the fees, the process, the timeframes, the units available, the location. So 99% of questions will be answered from that video and they get that in the first email. You know, times are, it sounds, you know, a really old fashioned thing to say, but times are changing. Yeah. Uh, people, it's not like people want to speak for 30 minutes on the phone these days. They want the information on the demand yeah. and they want it quickly. And I think it's something me and you try and enforce on the, on the guys on the doing the sales for our team. Um, you know, get the information sent to people quickly, concisely, and make sure they've got all the details to make an informed decision. I think this podcast as well is really going to help with that process. So once we're um, able to educate investors, you know, build trust, show our market knowledge, um, that's really, really going to help. So, I mean, from your side, what do you, what would you see as the sort of the purpose of the podcast and how, how is this going to help our investors? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan, basically. That, <laughs> we'll that, see about that. Yeah, that, that's my purpose of the podcast. I'll start getting some celebrities on here, you know. We'll, we'll be like, no, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, no, in all fairness, the, the, the purpose in the podcast is it's literally just to sort of help educate um, the listeners, uh, investors, and just general property insight uh, from our point of view as well. Because I think that's something we don't always get across when we're talking to an investor on the phone. They're very busy. They don't want to sit on the phone and, and find out what you've been doing during the day or what you've found out specifically about a certain area development mm. and what you've what you've been going through, what's going on in the industry. It's not really what they're looking for unless they ask those questions or it is of interest. So I think from our point of view, it's going to be a good insight into the industry uh, and the market, the property market in general, what we do. And we can help hopefully add value to the listeners to sort of give them a bit of educational stuff and like I said the insight um, is going to be very valuable as well yeah and I think that's um, when it comes to researching property and, and educating yourself there's a thousand property courses out there in the UK and hundreds of different strategies you know HMOs uh, serviced accommodation 
PBSA, i.e. purpose-built student accommodation, rent to rent, you know, there's plenty yeah. of things you can do. And what we cover, as you, as you well know, is more the new build investment side, off-plan property purchases, and really going for those quality city centre apartments that really appreciate in value. Yeah. You know, this is where you see the, the, the smart money coming into the country. So, you know, where do pension funds invest? Where do institutional funds put their money? They put it yeah. into city centre apartments. So that's one of our sort of key areas of focus. And we want to be the best at giving out information on this area. And that's how, that's sort of my uh, my sort of aim for the podcast, as well as signing you know multi million pound uh, Spotify deals. <laughs> yeah, that that will uh, that will come uh, that will come quite uh, shortly. Um, well, look, I, I think I'm hoping we we've, we've covered quite a bit about ourselves uh, individually and Track Capital as a company. I mean, hopefully that's given the listeners an insight in, into us. Um, obviously, if they do want to discuss more, if they have any questions, obviously they can get in contact. We're on. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, obviously email info at trackcapital.co.uk. Um, we're, we're always open to having discussions. I know me, especially I can talk property for days and people probably get bored of me <laughs> talking property. Um, so yeah, we're always there. But I think we can uh, we can wrap that up here. And um, yeah, so next week, I suppose, what we're going to be talking about, which is quite an interesting topic, especially at the moment and something that's in, in the news quite a bit, is the stamp duty holiday. Uh, and also, we'll uh, give a little bit of an insight into sort of the general market conditions at the moment and how we're seeing things, especially as we've had uh, the coronavirus now for quite some time. Um, it's obviously settled, so we've we've got an idea on what the market's doing and, and what might happen going forward. Yeah, and I think, you know, being on the, the front lines, working in the market gives us obviously a good perception, but also we're speaking to investors all around the world. So it's really interesting to see you know, what a Middle East investor thinks of the UK or, or, you know, what the guys in Hong Kong are thinking about the UK at the moment. So because our database and our, our network of investors, I hate the phrase database, but our yeah. network of investors is so diverse. Hopefully we can give, you know, a snapshot, a summary and give you guys a really good picture of what's what's happening in the UK market. Well, yeah, I suppose. So definitely, definitely join in for the next episode where we'll be talking about the stamp duty holiday and the general property market conditions. Um, that's all from us. I'm Toby. And I'm Nick. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.